welcome to a special episode of our Rainmaker Multiplier On Demand series brought to you by Clarity to Prosperity. For more information on the Rainmaker Multiplier process and a list of all podcasts in this series, visit claritytoprosperity.com. And good morning, everybody. Welcome to another Coffee Break. So happy to be spending our Thursday morning with you. I hope everyone's having a fantastic summer. Uh, today's topic is something a little different than what we usually do. So, uh, you know, w- what we officially called this was selling life insurance to women. I hate that topic, so I'm going to arbitrarily change it right now. Uh, and I'm going to really position this more of why life insurance is a woman's issue and how to solve it, how, how us as advisors and planners, uh, why we need to have a focus in this area and how we ultimately solve it. Uh, we have a very distinguished panel here joining us today, uh, which I will introduce in just a minute. Uh, but real quick, before we start, I'm going to turn it over to Kirsten to, to share some information. She's kind of our uh, resident woman in finance expert on our team. Um, I wanted to share a statistic. I, I, was, I was doing some research I was sharing with the panel earlier uh, that just, I, I got to believe, I got to be, I'll be honest with you, it just completely floored me when I, when I saw this number because um, I, I looked up what's the average age of a widow currently in the United States. So the average age of a widow is 59 years old. Uh, which again, floored me because when I think of a widow, I, I think of the old white haired lady sitting at a coffee shop by herself. You know, I, I said it's kind of the golden girls concept is what I envision. Uh, but the reality is, is that's not what widowhood looks like at all. And, and many women find themselves widowed at a much earlier age than expected. And so, you know, that's part of why, we, you know, this is such a relevant topic and, you know, kind of preparing ourselves for Life Insurance Awareness Month coming up in September. Uh, but let me turn this over to you, Kirsten. Uh, Kristen Schumbaum, our, our Vice President of Insurance uh, Sales, uh, what, why don't you kind of give us some of your perspective on this topic, and then we'll get over to, to Jeanette and Tammy. Thank you so much, Caleb, and thank you for being 98% correct with my last name. I really appreciate the practice saying it. Um, <laughs> I absolutely was drawn to our company when I started with C2P over a year ago because of the woman's worth program. So Jeanette, I'm such an honor to have you on here with me today and Tammy as well. While researching topics, one thing I have found as I've been researching females in finance is that did you know that 41% of women think they're getting the actual correct financial advice for their future, whether it's for life insurance or for retiring? That's a scary statistic. That means women do not feel like they're being served. And the scarier statistic is that 47% of women own life insurance. And a lot of women are not only a a supporter of their family's finances, they're taking care of their children. And now with the sandwich generation, we've got them taking care of their children, whether they're under 18 or they've come back from college and they're living with their parents, they're taking care of their parents, whether it's their husband's parents or their own parents. And they really aren't taking care of their own life insurance needs. It's not only for protecting them if they pass away too soon, it's what if something happens to them and they can't take care of anybody who's going to take care of them? So it's really a fascinating topic because we are underserving males and females in the life insurance arena, but females are very underserved. If only 47% of them have life insurance, 32% of the people who don't have life insurance are considering getting it, but they're not putting the value in what they do for their families. It's estimated from, I think it's lifehappens.org that it costs what $178,000 to replace a caregiver, whether it's for children or for parents in today's society. So we really 
want to focus on how do we get in front of more people for life insurance, especially women, to protect the future of caregivers as well as breadwinners. So that's where this stemmed from. And I'm so glad we have two experts in the topic here today. So thank you for being here, Tammy and Jeanette. So happy to have you. Jeanette, we'll, we'll start with you. Um, you know, obviously, Kirsten mentioned that, you know, obviously you run a very successful financial planning practice with Petros. Um, you're also the founder of Woman's Worth, which is a, the program that, that is, as uh, Kirsten meant, is just incredible in, in really focusing on the needs of, of women uh, in, in the financial space. Um, I know you've had tremendous success in this area. I know there's a lot of tools and, and, and um, different uh, resources you use to, to target women and help them you know, recognize and, and ultimately solve this need. Uh, so I'd like to turn it over to you just to share kind of your best practices, what you do, how you do it. And maybe how some of the, the you know the people participating today what what they can take away and, and do in their own practice. Okay, um, I focus on I do a, a fair amount of life insurance, but I'm I'm doing more and more of it, particularly since the Secure Act um, and this whole notion of not having a stretch IRA. Because one of the things that we know about women is they always want to leave something behind. They want to leave something to their children. And so they also don't want to become destitute. They're afraid of being a bag lady. So basically, I position a life insurance as an asset class. I don't position it as another product or another tool. And when you think about it and you think about the average age of widowhood, the three risks that women face, widowhood, uh, they face the risk of outliving, uh, longevity. And the longer you live, the higher the likelihood of a disability that you're going to experience. And then they, they run the risk of a financial crisis at some point in their life, maybe an unexpected divorce in later life. So I use uh, life insurance and I position it as an asset class in the context it's the only asset class that gets you the opportunity to uh, leave a tax-free benefit to your children, one. Two, uh, you can use it as a living benefit uh, you don't, you have a fixed premium and you can protect for your disability or long-term care because we have these unique hybrid policies. And then the third is that you have the opportunity to take tax-free income because when you're a widow, you're, you're, you're on a single tax return. And I tell them how ugly it is because I've been on that single tax return my whole life and it's ugly. And going from married filing jointly to single, and you need financial tools in your financial plan that allows you to make sure you have tax-free assets and you leave tax-free assets. And I can give, uh, after uh, uh, y'all have, uh, yeah, if anybody has any questions, I have several examples where I've written uh, million-dollar life insurance policies as opposed to Roth conversions, showing the value of that strategy versus Roth conversions to leave tax-free benefits to the next generation. Now, are there specific tools or, or resources used to kind of help, uh, you know, illustrate the need or uncover the need when you're when you're talking with with prospects and clients? I basically I subscribe to Stonewood Financial, and I like the reporting because I I demonstrate to the younger female clients. I demonstrate in that software what you're going to end up with uh, keeping in terms of keeping in your pocket with a life insurance strategy that gives you uh, income out of the life insurance if structured properly versus saving and continuing to save in your 401k. We're seeing more and more um, 
40 plus year olds, 45 year olds coming to our firm uh, who are in, who have inherited assets and we're using single premium life insurance to help them get pr better protected because they've already been maxing out their 401ks. So, so yeah, I, we that's have, we, my favorite tool, the Stonewood Financial. Got it, that's awesome. And we have one, at least one taker so far on your offer. So, so as a follow-up item, you know, John uh, said he'd love to see your comparison of Roth to life insurance. Uh, so maybe we could certainly do that as a follow-up piece uh, from, from today's call of just kind of what, what you show, how you present it, and, and kind of that, that, that pro-con of, of doing a Roth conversion versus doing a life insurance policy. You want me to respond or you want? No, we'll, we'll, we'll do that as a follow-up. We'll get that okay, out to everybody. Cool. As yep. a follow-up. All right, yep. cool. All right, let me uh, let me switch gears, Jeanette. Thank you so much, and we, we'll probably come back to you here in just a few minutes. But uh, Tammy uh, Taylor with with Hammer Financial Group, um, another member of our distinguished panel today. I know Tammy, you've also had tremendous success in this area. Um, you know, you've obviously been exposed to the Woman's Worth program um, as well as when Hammer and Financial Group was running it. Uh, but what do you do with with your prospects, clients? How are you kind of positioning again the need and, and the solve for for this this area? Well, as as Jeanette mentioned, um, you know, there are so many women right now that are out in the workforce, right? So 42% of mothers right now are the primary breadwinners for their families, right? And again, you know, they're so far behind in terms of owning life insurance. Um, one thing that we always try to do at Hammer is when someone comes in, we want to review their life insurance. It's it's really important. People buy life insurance, they throw it in a drawer and they never look at it again. Um, so we do a lot of that here where we'll review their life insurance. So earlier this week, um, I reviewed someone's life insurance. It looked like the policy was fine, uh, but I had them fill out an authorization and I sent it in. And when I got the information back on her policy, her insurance was gonna be over at age 82, right when she's gonna need it, right? So that opened up an opportunity for us to sell her some insurance, um, move, maybe a do a 1035, do something like that. So there's lots of opportunities out there just by reviewing people's life insurance as well. Because again, people are putting those in the drawer and not looking at them. Um, the other thing I'd like to bring to the table is uh, long-term care insurance. A lot of times married couples, um, you know, the husband, the wife will take care of the husband, right? Mm -hmm. And as Jeanette knows, 70% of women die single, 70% of men die married. So, you know, there's a big opportunity there on the long-term care side because who is going to take care of them, right? Who's going to take care of the women? And that's a big concern, right? The wife will take care of the husband, but who's taking care of the wife? And I think that SF8's long-term care insurance is a big opportunity as well because there's also a life insurance component there. I agree 100%. I mean, I think that the value of the asset-based, especially the life insurance-based asset-based long-term care policies is exactly as you described. You can, you can solve two needs uh, potentially with one policy. And, and we all know that typically when you bundle things, they're you know, cheaper than buying each on its own. Um, are there any, um, you know, same question I asked Jeanette just a minute ago, are there any tools, resources, um, you know, anything that you guys use at Hammer uh, that, that kind of help you with either this life insurance review process 
uh, position asset based long term care? Uh, what are some of the, the tools and resources that you guys use to, to make this easier or show the and demonstrate the need? Um, well, I work with the people at Magellan a lot, um, and they help me a lot with putting together illustrations and and you know using those tools. Also, the rep the reps in our office have tools to to help show the need for the uh, life insurance. I I really just work in the life insurance arena here in fixed business. Um, yes, so hey, um, can uh, I can I. I was just going to add real quick, Caleb, what we do is Tammy actually supports specifically within the life insurance long-term care, but the planners and using the 2.0 process and going through the goals and the concerns, we use retirement next generation, gotcha. and it can illustrate the value of adding the life insurance into it. And then Tammy comes in as the specialist and works in connection with the lead advisors for the planning cases. Thanks, Greg. That, that was kind of what I was looking for. So you guys are using retirement next gen as kind of that, that foundational planning software piece. With, with this. Yeah, and I, I wanted to add to that, Calum. Um, I use the the life insurance report out of the retirement analyzer. It's I call it the lost income moment of truth report because when you demonstrate in a one page the amount of income that's lost upon the passing, if he passed now, if he passes in 10 years or 15 years, this is where you're going to end up. And they may not have a, a concern because they have healthy income, but they're not recognizing the longevity of that surviving spouse. And so the retirement analyzer has that life insurance report and it even now they have upgraded it to show how much life insurance they need in order for them to protect the income that is lost upon the passing of one of the spouses. Yeah, you make you made a great point, Jeanette, especially with the updates for time and analyze. I know some of you are using that tool, uh, but maybe haven't haven't checked it out since they've just made this this recent shift to their newest version of their software. I found the life insurance section was was way better than it was before. Even, even you know, you know, a better sales tool illustrating and demonstrating the need uh, where before it was, you know, a little bit more technical kind of numbers based. Uh, I feel like it's doing a much better drawing attention to it. Uh, quick question back to you, Tammy, uh, from, from Allie. Uh, what enforced request form do you guys use at Hammer Financial Group? Um, and it doesn't have the expense information included in the report. I assume the expense, and maybe Allie, if you want to unmute or, or, or clarify, I'm assuming the expense information related to the life insurance contract itself. Um, I do my own form. So I have my own form that I just put together that I have the client sign off on. And in there, I'll request you know, whatever in type of enforce illustration I want to see, um, you know, depending on if it's a variable contract, a UL, um, you know, so I'll just request whatever enforce illustrations I want. And then, um, you know, just kind of an update on the, on the policy. I think what I'm um, looking for is certainly at the Mastermind Collegium, uh, part of the life insurance presentations that were there was using a company, Verilac, out of Tampa. I'm not that familiar with them or the costs or anything like that. But, um, you know, when we heard you could save $150,000 per million of by showing the internal costs of existing policies versus what we might be able to do on a $5 million, finding somebody 750,000 is very compelling to them becoming a client for many reasons 
even be on life insurance. So I don't have right now a good request form to, you know, have a client sign off on because the enforce illustrations I normally get just show you based upon a current rate, a guaranteed rate and paying premiums or abbreviating or whatever you're going to do, how the policy is going to look. It does not include internal expenses and costs of the policy at all. So I've really been lacking in providing that information to my existing clients or prospects. Built on the foundation of the award-winning bucket plan process, Clarity to Prosperity's proven processes, training, and coaching can help you increase your revenue. If you are a growth-minded, independent financial advisor, you qualify for a free copy of the bucket plan book. Go to claritytoprosperity.com forward slash offer to get your free book today. That's claritytoprosperity.com forward slash offer. Jeanette, Pammy, and any any response there? Or are we going to open up to the you know the broader group? So we we're not using it yet. I've talked to Dave Buckwald, and that's something that we actually are considering doing. And a lot of what we rely on right now is Tammy uses Magellan. Mm-hmm. So she'll provide the information, the enforce solutions, and they'll go and do the analytics for us in terms of, hey, this is where we can present better. I guess it's a shortcut alley is the easier way we're doing it. But um, uh, I, 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 we're not using it yet. Not that that makes it right. Walter, are you using anybody? No, not at this point. Yeah, I've had conversations with David also. Um, I think it, I think it's just uh, I think it could be a great um, campaign just in general with CPAs and estate planning attorneys to just discover. I think with with all the changes in life insurance, not only is there not only is there continuous reduction in cost over the long run, right? You have policies that are certain years old; they're using old mortality tables, but you also now have uh, the restructuring of how much cash value can be loaded up into policies in the last year, and so. Some of the old policies, it may be okay if someone's doing a cash-focused policy. You may realize that you can stuff more money into the into the newer style policies, and there could be better returns that way too. Sounds like we'll have to get a Buckwald on on a coffee break soon to to, to unpack this a little bit more for us. Uh, Jeanette, anything else you wanted to add? It looks like no, you um, I think as it relates to the release of information, we have a simple form that we have clients sign. Uh, to say, you know, to the carrier, whether it's Prudential or whoever the carrier is, uh, to say, uh, I'm authorizing this person, I'm authorizing uh, this person to access the information, and we call the carrier directory. But what I have found, we even stopped using that model. What I found, if I get the client on the call with the carrier, and I, just like we do a variable annuity analysis, it's educating the client on the value of, and having that dialogue, it's pretty impressive uh, with the client because they did not know that their policy is going to run out at 82. They didn't, they don't know that, but to hear it directly from the carrier with me in presence uh, leaves a significant impact. And then they ask you to shop it around because they do want, women want life insurance. They And then when you approach it from a, it's tax-free, 
your kids are not burdened with having to spend down an IRA or a Roth in 10 years. It, it's really compelling, especially when you label it. It's a language for women. And that's all I'll get off my high horse. It's a language. When you talk about hybrid life insurance, that gets their attention because they've never heard of that. And then when you say, oh, yeah, it, it acts as a, a tax-free death benefit, it acts as a, a disability plan if she should need long-term care, and it acts as a potential income if it's structured the right way, and their, their antennas go up and they want to know more. I am Denise, so glad. I think, I, I, go, ahead. go ahead, Walter. I was going to you know, add one thing to what you're saying, which I think is, is brilliant, is the one thing that life insurance gives especially with women is it gives them permission to spend down their assets knowing that they're not going to leave their children exactly. without something. So mm -hmm. if you literally, I mean, you know, in a perfect world, if you had, if you had a one-to-one -one ratio of life insurance, death benefit to asset base, you could spend all your money and still feel really good that your children are going to have uh, some sort of, 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 you know, some sort of inheritance at that point. So there's a lot of, there, there's a lot of relief of anxiety when you have life insurance about how to solve the dilemma. You know, it, it's a, it's a tug of war between, how much I spend versus how much I want to give to my children. And life insurance is a very effective, very leveraged tool to solve that dilemma. Thank you, Walter. And Jeanette, I'm so happy you brought that up. You started talking about opening up that conversation with women. In 2020, based on an article I read in Insurance News Net, 18 million women lost their life insurance. And if we only have 47% of women having life insurance within their own portfolio, whether they're insured enough or underinsured. Between you and Tammy, can you share with us how you open up this conversation? And secondary, since we do have September as an insurance awareness month, what kind of marketing are you doing to open the door and get people into your office to have the conversation? Tammy or Jeanette, whomever. Um, well, for us, I think it's just, even with our, our current clients that we have, just bringing it to the table, right? I think that um, it is, it, life insurance is an overlooked asset, no matter, you know, whomever, any uh, investment professional that's talking to their clients, life insurance is an overlooked asset. And I think that that's key in what we're doing, you know? So for us, I think it's just with our current clients, just trying to continue to broach that subject with them to talk to them about life insurance because it's an uncomfortable conversation. Nobody wants to talk about dying. Everyone wants to talk about what they're gonna do when they retire. But what are you, you know, life insurance is obviously the best uh, legacy that you can leave someone. And just like Jeanette said, what else, what else, what other kind of asset are you gonna leave that's gonna go to your family tax-free? I'll, I'll add to that a little bit because with our marketing, you know, we always are marketing the holistic approach with everything that we do. And there's a couple of things that, you know, in, in conversations with them, like one, hey, a surviving widow, they don't understand what it means to be in that single tax bracket and how you can provide a better purchasing power with those assets. But really, a lot of it's driven by the goals and concern sheet. And it's kind of like, you know, beating, uh, beating them, the advisors down a little bit. Hey, you've got the assets, but let's get back to the goals and concern sheet. Let's take the next step. Let's continue to progress in the planning. And I think the biggest thing with us is to constantly create the awareness. Hey, are we talking about it? Are we reviewing? Is there opportunities within it? Because let's face it, most of the advisors, I'm as guilty as anybody. 
I'm good at what I do, but, you know, life insurance has always been one of those things that have been a, you know, an ancillary. If I trip over it and fall on it, maybe I'll write it type of thing. And we've just created a different focus by bringing in Tammy to where she's constantly bringing it up at our sales meetings. Hey, what opportunities, what policies do we need to review? Are there things that we can do in the planning? So you need to have that driving force in the office that is constantly saying, hey, where's there an opportunity in this? Because there is. And I think that's the biggest thing is, you know, most of us as, as lead advisors, you know, like I said, I'll, I'll throw myself right under the bus. I get assets and a lot of times I'm checking a box, right? I, I've won. Well, it's, it's the job's not over. And that's, I think, the biggest thing we got to remember. And just to add to what Greg said, um, it's just simply part of our discovery process. You know, when I'm in that first meeting and I'm uncovering you know, to Greg's point, what are your goals? What are your concerns? What are your assets? I, I ask about life insurance. Do you have life insurance? You know, what do you have? One of the services we provide is we're happy to review that policy. And so that's just really part of the built-in part of our process. I'll add one other thing too, in your illustration process, when you're talking, I don't know if you use softwares or if you're doing it, illustrate once where a spouse passes away early. And, you know, in our conversations, we, we kind of make light of it as the couple sit in front of us. I'll generally tell the guys, so let's say, Caleb, you're the husband, right? Say, Caleb, don't take this personal, but I always kill the guys. I don't want the women mad at me. And you get a little chuckle, right? And I say, Caleb, what if you were to pass away early? And early 75, 78, when you illustrate that, it really shows the tail off on the back end of those assets because the software RNG also shows the impact of the taxes on it and how those two things together. So, you know, looking at covering even a simple return of premium with a, with a uh, term policy for 10 or 15 years, you can get your money back, but you're covering a huge gap. And, and it's finding the gaps. What people don't realize is they don't understand the gaps until they're in it, right? Yeah. It's, it's, it's the potholes they don't see in the rain. They still hurt when you hit them. Right. And that's the biggest thing is uncovering those gaps. And and we just our struggle is always just keeping a focus on it. We keep a focus on it. We get the results and we do things. And, and I think that's the biggest lesson. Jeanette, any any thoughts as well? Yeah, I just uh, one key thing is I approach it from a marketing standpoint in the context of stop maxing out your 401ks, because a lot of these women in their 40s are just trying to accelerate I'm working with uh, one who just uh, got a divorce and uh, she's in her 40s and she wants to accelerate because they split their assets and she's maxing out. I'm thinking, well, let's use a different strategy. Let's only max out uh, to get your company match. You have no value other than creating a tax time bomb for you. So a lot of women really understand that. And when you redirect that savings into an IUL, uh, that is, and you know, that's funded for 10, 15 years. I've, I've done quite a bit of that type of strategy that says, I don't want you investing in your 401k except to get this match. Let's go this index universal life route because now I, I've got options. And if you want to retire younger than 59 and a half, I can get it out of a life insurance policy. I really can't do justice out of your 401ks or your IRA. So there's other marketing strategies that we have to get in front of both couples and women in the context of stop maxing out those 401ks and creating a tax time bomb because taxes are everybody's number one priority. So let's build life insurance in the, in the context of tax planning strategy. 
I also think that F&G product uh, is probably one of the best products out there to use for that. Um, as just Jeanette said, an alternative to the Roth conversion. We've done some of those this year with that F&G product and that product is amazing. It, it yeah. looks yeah. phenomenal, it illustrates phenomenal. That's the F&G Trail Setter for, for those of you that don't know, it's an mm -hmm. IUL oh, product. That's sweet, those numbers look really great. Oh, amazing. Amazing. So, so a couple of quick takeaways as we land this plane today. Um, first is uh, obviously it sounds like, you know, Greg, you, you iterated this and I'll, I'll reiterate it is that, you know, keeping a focus on this, right? And it may not be your initial sale. Like all of us are, are asset gatherers first and foremost, right? So it, it may be first gathering the assets, uh, but on policy review, on annual review, maybe six month reviews, uh, going back to that concerns and priority sheet and making sure, especially if this was one of those number one uh, that there's a plan to address it. Um, so I think keeping the focus on it, Jeanette, you you mentioned that, you know, life insurance is not one thing, right? You know, there's a difference between uh, building an IUL plan for a tax-free retirement versus, uh, you know, re income replacement for a surviving spouse or leaving a, a, a gift to uh, the beneficiaries. Um, those are those are different uses of life insurance. So um, a lot of it comes down to, to, you know, using the proper tool for the job. And again, that's not, you, you don't have to do that alone. Um, I know, Tammy, you mentioned working with Magellan. So we've partnered with Magellan Life. I think many of you know that. You obviously, if you were at the, the Mastermind Collegium, um, you, you heard Mark get up and speak along with the, the, the founder of, of Magellan, Brian Rice. Um, so that's a partnership we have to help bring resources. We are actually bringing additional resources. Uh, you know, people on this call like Walter, uh, Tim Claremont, they're also additional resources that, that are part of our C2Me Mastermind family. Uh, so even, even if life insurance is not your, your primary focus, um, you know, we do have certainly resources here at C2P that, that we can bring to the table that to help you uh, through that process, help you identify those opportunities and then ultimately help help with the solution side of things. So uh, I want to say thank you to Tammy. Thank you to Jeanette. Thank you, Kirsten. Uh, Greg, I, you, you weren't invited, but thank you for popping in anyway. I, I appreciate it. You, you always have fabulous one-liners. I love the pothole, uh, you know, analogy. So uh, thank you all for your participation today. We look forward to seeing you next Thursday for coffee break. Uh, same time, same bat channel. Uh, everyone have a wonderful week, wonderful weekend. Uh, we'll see you all next week. Interested in learning more about the topics discussed today? We want to know more about your challenges and priorities and how we can help build your custom roadmap to success. That's right, a custom roadmap built just for you. Schedule a free 20-minute consultation with one of our business development partners. Visit c2pe.info forward slash podcast to schedule a time that's good for you. That's c2pe.info forward slash podcast.